are you doing today? I hope you're doing wonderful. I know it's been a while, but welcome to the Dr. Daff Show. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Daff, and we're doing a reset. We're running into this new year, and I know you're so excited because the beginning of a new year offers all of us that chance at a fresh start, at a fresh, you know, new hopeful beginning, hoping for the best in ourselves, in our work, in our romantic relationships, in the progress in life, in our travels, in our dreams, and our goals. God gives us this new marker so that we can have hope. And It's exciting for me because there are so many things this year that I feel like I did not plan for, I didn't make goals for, and I'm being really intentional in this new year to have some structure and a vision in mind. So I'm excited for you because this year is going to have a lot of things for you in store. I appreciate every single one of you who have spent this year listening to my content, growing from my content, being faithful and listening and reposting and leaving reviews and leaving me feedback, sending me messages, donating. All of it has been a blessing to me and I'm so grateful. One thing that I really want to do though is... I want to take things back, take things back a little bit. I started this channel in 2020 and my focus has been femininity and you building a closer relationship with God. Many of you started following me three years ago and have grown and developed so much. And some of you are a little bit newer and are just discovering me and that's That's fantastic. I'm so happy that you're here. But for those of you who have been here for a really long time, sometimes what happens is over time, the things that you've learned and you were so excited about and so passionate about have kind of fallen to the wayside, or maybe you don't have the same zest for it, or maybe it became too difficult or too tiring or too expensive, or you've gotten too confused because there have been so many voices speaking into your life about the same thing and you need a reset. So the new year is a perfect time for a reset. And that's what we're doing. We're doing a feminine reset. We're taking things back to hopefully propel you forward. So it's like a boomerang. We're going to kind of move backwards, but you're going to fly out so fast because these are some things that even though I may have talked about in the past, they need to be talked about in a little bit more depth. And now that you have an understanding of what it means to be a feminine woman, these things won't be so difficult for you to grasp and we can get a little bit deeper. That's the whole point. So I want you to go ahead and sit back and relax. I'm just going to kind of talk today. This is not um, a structured podcast. I really just want to flow and talk into some things that have been on my heart for this upcoming year. As you're preparing for this new year and you're trying to figure out what kind of woman you want to be, right? Some of you are creating journal lists and some of you are doing photos and vision boards. Um, Hopefully you're not doing vision boards that involve manifestation or anything of that nature, because if you do not know that that is not something that is of God. So if you're doing vision boards that include any kind of chants or dedications or rituals or anything that's not biblical, then please 
start over and do it in God's way, which is, you know, through prayer, through scripture, through faith. And you can definitely have pictures as a visualization of your goal, but please do not do anything that can compromise your well-being by working with, you know, any of those um, new age demonic rituals of vision boards. But back to what I was saying, in terms of you just kind of wanting to be this new woman, right? You're looking at the image that you have of yourself in your mind. A lot of you are looking at images of other people. You've seen people who are doing what you want to do, who look like how you want to look, who dress like how you want to dress, who have the man that you kind of want to have, the family that you want to have. And a lot of you are wanting to live these lives that may not actually be the life for you. And I'm not saying that you should not want or you don't deserve those things. But what I'm saying is I'm praying that you ladies are wanting something for yourself in the way that God wants it for you. When you look at other people, sometimes you idolize them. There's some people, I promise you, I know this is true, that there are some of you who go to a specific person's YouTube channel or Instagram or TikTok page every single day because you like how they look so much or you like how they dress or you like how they speak or whatever it is so much that you have to have your dose of them every day because you're wanting to channel their energy. You're wanting to channel their personality or the way that they work, the way that they think, the way that they move, whatever it is, like you're trying to channel them. And that's what's dangerous. That's what I want to caution you against. Because although it's nice to have someone that you're inspired by or a muse or someone that you look to and say, okay, I'm, I'm doing this the right way and I'm, I'm getting closer to, to being like her, that's not what God wants for you. And this is really hard because a lot of times we base what we want on things that we have seen before. And we're like, oh, it makes you feel excited. You like that. And so you want to be like that too. But then what happens is we all start being the same person. And there's only like one original person and everyone else is just a photocopy of that. And what happens is you're still not happy you're still not happy because it's still not you. So you feel like you're really being fake or you're always chasing something. Even if you buy the clothes, even if you date the kind of guy that they kind of seem to date, even if you, you know, have the kind of business that they have, you always feel like it's still not enough because it's not for you. So I want you to really be intentional about seeking God and saying, you know what, Lord, this year, I want you to pour into me. Help me to be the woman you created me to be. I know that I really want to talk like this. I really want to walk like this. I want this kind of hairstyle. I want. I know I want it, but is this what you want for me? Help me to desire what you want for me. Change my heart. Change my mind. I'm giving you permission to speak into my life. I'm giving you permission to mold me into the way that you wanted me to be. Because ultimately... That's the only way you're actually ever going to be satisfied. You're ever going to be truly comfortable and happy in your skin. You're ever going to really know who you are and feel like that's enough and it's okay. So this is something I really want you to think about for those of you who are struggling with your identity, who are always trying to be something different all the time because you just don't feel like you've quite reached what you're supposed to be. You're already who you're supposed to be. 
And if it's not enough for you, then let God show you. Let God show you that it is enough and why it's enough and where you're supposed to be and who you're supposed to be with and what you're supposed to be doing and how it all fits together. And he will. Funny enough, like when it comes to me and my personality, I I know I sound really calm on my podcast, on my YouTube channel, but my natural personality is actually not this calm. I do have this speaking voice. And um, when I started doing this kind of content, people would always say like, wow, I really enjoy your voice. It's so relaxing. It's so calm. It is something I promise you I have never thought about. (laughs) I only thought about my voice in relation to men when I was dating because men would make certain comments on the phone and um, that would let me know, okay, like this is a voice that men tend to really like, but I never thought about it outside of like having a conversation with the guy on the phone. So when people started sharing with me that even if they didn't really care about what I was saying, my voice was what drew them to me. It let me know how important it was for me not to shape my voice to what I think people want to hear. Because there was a time even on YouTube where I would literally manipulate my voice. I would speak in a very like loud or... It wasn't like loud in a, like a a loud volume loud, but just kind of like tweaking the way that I speak, tweaking the pitch, tweaking all of it, because I felt like that was more entertaining and it wasn't who I was. And even if I thought that that was better for entertainment or for, you know, just people being a little bit more tuned in, that's not how God made me. And so when I finally said, in all areas of my life, Lord, just let me be who you created me to be. That's when he started showing me, okay, listen, I created your voice this way because you're supposed to be creating podcasts. And it's important that you have a voice that people want to listen to if you're going to be speaking. I would have never been able to do that if I was using all of my other fake voices. (laughs) So that is a very, very small example of how something that's just uniquely you may not seem like what's popular or what's desirable or what people, you know, maybe want to hear. But when you're in the purpose that God called you to, he'll start showing you the reason why you're like this and how it's perfect for what he created you for in all areas of your life. also want you to think as you're thinking about yourself and you're thinking about what you're supposed to be doing this year and the goals that you have for yourself I also want you to really focus on how your life is a blessing to other people I know this might be tricky because a lot of us just kind of want to focus on going to this place and getting our nails done more often and all of these things that are great But unfortunately, a lot of us forget 
that our lives are not really for us. God created us because we were an idea in God's mind. We were a purpose that God made into a person. And he created us to make sure that things happen. God really wants to partner with you. God wants to flow with you. He wants to talk to you. It's more than just him being your father who gives you things. It's more than just, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble. Lord, please help me. Oh Lord, please help me find a husband. It's more than that. It's a partnership. A partnership of him being in love with you, having conversations with you, flowing with you throughout the day, and you being the person that brings things from him down on earth to other people. It's a beautiful partnership that he chooses specific people for. And if you're drawn to God, then you're one of those people, whether or not you have accepted that fact. So in this year, there has to be something that's not just about you. When you're making your vision for yourself, there has to be something that's not just about you, not just about making money. Even if you're saying, well, I'm going to start a hair business or I'm going to start a candle business or a flower business. Okay. What is the purpose of that business? Is it only to make money? Because that's not enough. So it's not wrong to have goals and visions and dreams, but how does it also bless other people? That is important because these are the things that are going to help enhance you in all of your ways and help to allow you to really feel fulfilled. Because I promise you, as someone who has had very little and someone who has had everything that you could want, I have been that person. I have had very little and just wanted more and more and more and more and more and more. And then I've also been blessed by the grace of God to also have everything I want. And I can tell you, it literally did not matter. When I had everything that I wanted, it didn't make me feel any happier. Maybe for that day it did, but I went right back to default mode, which was nothing, just a state of nothingness. Like, okay, I want this now. I want that now. Nothing really made a difference. When I was earning only $700 a month, when I was earning $7,000 a month, it made no difference. (laughs) It made no difference. Yes, maybe I could go to fancier places to eat. Maybe I could get my nails done more often. Maybe I could buy nicer clothes, but it didn't really matter. People treated me the same when I had nice clothes from Gucci and when I had basic clothes from Forever 21. People treated me the same because guess what? I'm the same person. I'm the same person. Regardless of how much money I put into my appearance, regardless of where I'm at, who I'm hanging out with, I'm the same person. And you, my love, are the same person. Regardless of what kind of hairstyle you have, regardless of the high quality makeup you're wearing versus the drugstore makeup you're wearing, regardless of the fact that you are an assistant somewhere, you're working at Starbucks, or you are a lawyer in a courtroom or a doctor on the operating table, you are the same person and you have to live with you. It doesn't matter that people treat you a certain way, good or bad. You still feel however you feel at the end of the night. Some people are making millions of dollars a month, but they're unhappy because they're still thinking about how their stepfather abused them when they were 12. That thought 
is ruining all of the money that they're making. And you, working at Chick-fil-A, barely making ends meet, have no thoughts that are hindering your joy. And you're enjoying every day of your life, even though you're getting your clothes from the thrift store and your boyfriend is taking you on dates only to the movies. It's a happy life for you because you are fulfilled. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't want nice things and you shouldn't want to have a lot of money and have all the glamorous things in life. I'm a very glamorous person by by nature. That's just how God made me. I've been like that since I was born. I'm just one of those people who just loves everything about life. I love enjoying everything. So that's who I am. And I'm never going to change that part of me. But I've also realized how important it is to work on the things that money cannot buy, the things that no one else can do for me, the things that I can't go out and get, the things that I have to do by myself, the things that I have to work on with God, because those are the only things that at the end of the day, when I wake up, I actually feel good, I actually feel joy, I actually feel happy. So what is that for you? A lot of that comes from what you do in terms of what you do for the world, your purpose in life, the thing that God created you for. Once you're flowing in that, once you're functioning in that, you will have so much joy and you will also have more peace. You'll have more fulfillment. You'll have probably more money or maybe not, maybe not depending on your choices, but focus on your purpose, why God created you. And one of the things that I really want to focus on in terms of femininity, I'm going to talk a little bit about femininity in a second, but one of the other things that I want to focus on with regard to femininity, with regard to being who you're supposed to be, one of the major areas, major, 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 that we as women have not talked enough about is your character. And that is going to be one of the major focal points this year in terms of femininity content is your character. Because <clears throat> character is one of the most important things about yourself that we oftentimes neglect to try to fix because we don't realize what it really means and how it's affecting us and how it's affecting the way God is blessing or not blessing us. And this is something I personally struggled with so much. It's actually the thing that brought me to Christ. It's actually the thing that actually brought me to God because I was actually so disgusted with the person that I was. And it wasn't because I was some awful person that anyone would ever say, oh, this girl is this bad person. No one would ever say that. But I was saying it to myself because guess what? I knew what I was doing behind closed doors. And that's what character is about. Who are you, Samantha? Who are you, Veronica? Who are you, Chelsea? When no one is looking, when you're in your room by yourself, what are you doing? When it's 2.30 in the morning, what are you up to? When that guy who's texting you shouldn't be texting you, what are you responding with when you have a boyfriend? What do you do at work when you're running the numbers and no one knows about that extra however many dollars that you're setting aside for yourself? 
What about that situation where you lied on that person and that person got fired? Or you lied on that guy and he went to jail? Those things. That's what God is looking at. Those things. We have to fix those things. The lying. The pretending. The stealing. All that sex. Sexual behavior. Masturbating. Pornography. Cheating on your boyfriend. Cheating on your husband. Having sex with all these different men. All of that. What do you think about when you're at work? What is your mind thinking about all day? What sneaky things are you doing when no one is watching? When you run into your car and you have to take a drive because you want to smoke and you don't want your family to know. Or you pop some pills as soon as you get home from work. Or you're drinking so much every single day. Vaping in the bathroom on your lunch break. What are you doing when no one is looking? Smiling in that person's face and, oh my gosh, you look so cute. I love your outfit. And then talking bad about them when someone else is talking about them. Not standing up for things that you actually believe in because you're around girls who are prettier than you, who are more popular than you, who have more influence than you. So all of a sudden, how you really feel, you can't even say it. It's hard. Having good character is hard. And the stuff I just mentioned is probably the hardest of them all because there's so many different layers to character. And some of it is a little bit, you know, a little easier to, to fix. But the stuff I'm talking about, these are really hard things because some of these things are strongholds. Some of these things are things that the devil has placed on you in your life. These things are hard, but God will help you. And these things have to be fixed in order for you to really be the woman that you're supposed to be. These things have to be changed so that you can really be a feminine woman fully. You can be light. There's no darkness in you. When a person looks at you, you don't see a bunch of black smoke. They see light. That's what you want. That is a beautiful energy that you want. That's what you're supposed to be. All of these things you probably wish you didn't do. You probably wish you could stop. But you can. And that's the whole point. And some of you guys probably do have these things on your on your list. Maybe they're not on your vision board, but they're on your mental list for things that you really want to change in yourself. But we're going to have a focus on character, even if it's just you being negative all the time, you embarrassing your your husband all the time, you talking bad about your kids, stuff like that. We're going to talk about these things because these things matter. These are the things that when you overcome them, you actually feel lighter. You actually feel better. You actually don't care about some of the other things anymore because you have things that really matter now. You actually like yourself. You actually love yourself. No amount of warm baths, massages, or coffee under a tree are going to change who you are on the inside. That is work you have to do. And no amount of affirmations is going to change that. 
This is going to be deep work. And we're going to do it together. By the grace of God, we will do it together. But we will have a strong focus this year on your character as a feminine woman. Because it needs to change. A lot of you women are struggling so much because your character is bad. Your character is poor. So many of you ladies are very jealous of other people and in their lives and the things that they have and you wish you could have them and you probably could have them if God trusted you with them, if your character could sustain them. And like I said, this is really hard. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. I have seen myself do things where after I do it, I'm like, why can't I stop doing this? What is the problem? Why am I like this? actually mad at my own self for how I'm behaving. If you're at that point, you are almost there, girl. If you actually do not like what you're doing and you're sick of it, you're almost there. But for those of you who don't even want to acknowledge about what you lied about five years ago, you don't want to acknowledge the fact that you told this guy that you were pregnant and you weren't, and you don't want to fix that, you're the ones that really are going to need to press in this year and get healing because those small things are lighting up fires inside of you that are burning away your soul. They're burning away your joy, your peace, because you know that you have secrets. We need a reset. We need a reset. And we're going to have to reset this in a way that allows you to have healing and restoration in all areas of your life through Jesus Christ because that's what he's there for. He's like, oh, okay, you're finally ready. I've been waiting. Let's do this. And finally, the last area that we're going to be really tapping into is how you care for yourself. So we talked about you accepting yourself for who you are, the identity that God gave you, pressing into who God actually wants you to be versus trying to be like other girls, other women. We talked about living your purpose as a blessing to other people, even if that person is your husband, your mother, your little brother, your children, just being in a place where you can bless them with your life. And I actually want to just add this. God partners you up with people on earth for a reason. Don't think that you are with your sister just because. That you have the dad that you had just because. That you're married to this man just because you both fell in love with each other in college. There's something bigger there. There's something that God wants you to do for him and God wants him to do for you. God put things inside of you that other people are able to benefit from. That's on a small scale and on a large scale. Sometimes it's not always on this huge scale. Sometimes it's really minor, but you don't know what you do, what you say to one person that will open up their entire life. So yes, you may not be that person on stage that's leading conferences and doing all that stuff. Maybe not. But I promise you that someone spoke into that person's life who was on stage doing all of that, that propelled them to believe that they could do it, 
unlocked things inside of them that healed things inside of them so that they could be on that stage and you could be that person. So don't underestimate what God can do in your life with the people that he has put you around. I just thought about my favorite book in the Bible, the book of Esther, and how the Lord allowed this young woman who was an orphan, who didn't have parents, didn't have identity, didn't have the things that we all dream that we could have, this perfect childhood, this perfect life, didn't have any of that. And she was brought into the palace with all these other women, all these beautiful women. But throughout that time, God gave her so much favor. God allowed the people who had power to like her and to help her. And God put her in a position to marry the king, marry the man who has it all. Imagine marrying the king. He allowed her to have that position, but it wasn't just for her to be able to live a glamorous life and for God to say, see, I saved you. You were an orphan. You were this and you were that. And I brought you to the top because I love you and I want you to have everything. Okay, that's half of it. That is true. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not a lie. It's true. But he also put her there because he knew that the people were in trouble and he needed her he needed Queen Esther with her identity as a Jewish girl to stand in the gap for the Jewish people. He needed her, he needed Queen Esther to flow with him, to work with him, because he knew that the people were about to be killed. There were so many people who were going to die, and the only person who could change the king's mind was his wife. And if she was not a Jew, then it wouldn't have been able to happen. No one else could have that kind of influence over him to stop something like this that he had already said okay to. So she was there for a purpose. She was in a position to save so many people by being blessed to be the wife of the king, by being blessed to have all of the influence and power, all the things that she had, and blessed to be a blessing to her husband because she was a blessing to her husband. And so he was in her life for a reason, she was in his life for a reason. And you are in the life of so many other people for a reason. Even though I'm here and I'm talking to you and I know that there's women all over the world who listen to this and that God partners with me to speak into your life and to heal you from your brokenness, to heal your femininity. That is one of my purposes. But I also have a purpose to my husband, to my son, to my friends, and I can't get so caught up in one that I forget about the other ones. And neither can you. Whatever you do for your purpose, you have to still remember that you also have other people that you might think are insignificant, that God has placed you here to do things for. Even if it's just a word of encouragement, even if it's you not laughing, even if it's you saying, you know what, you tried, why don't you try again? I know you can do it. Even if it's you giving that person the money that they asked for, those things matter to God. You deciding not to spit fire back at someone who says something nasty to you, who leaves a negative comment under your picture, who gives you a bad review, whatever it is, you deciding that you're going to be different, you're going to be godlike. 
that can bless a person's life in a way that you could never imagine. And you may not ever see it. You may not ever know what you've done. That's okay. The whole point is the fact that you are growing and shifting and your character is shifting. You are shifting as a person and you are growing in the most beautiful way that blesses you, that lifts things off of your life because of the blessing that you've been to other people. Now, I want to talk a little bit about also just caring for yourself. That is something that I really want to press in on this year in terms of caring for your body, your physical appearance, the way that you present yourself, because this is something that got a lot of people really excited about femininity because they love looking cute and smelling good and having their hair done. But what happens is a lot of you maybe were excited about that in the beginning. And then as time went on, you started realizing that you couldn't keep it up or you don't know what to do past like some of the basic stuff or you've listened to so much information about it that it's gotten confusing or it's gotten just a little bit too boring for you. You feel like you can't be yourself. Well, we're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk about you know certain things that really matter with your physical appearance, with the way that you present because that is a huge part of femininity. And it's something I've had to work on too considering I had a baby you know, it's it just shifts your whole life when you become a mom. And not only having a baby, I became a stay-at-home mom, housewife, whatever you want to call it. I shifted from working in the corporate world, working in education, working with people every day, having a high title, having a high-powered position, to just being at home. So I had to relearn, and I'm still learning about how to transition my physical appearance, the way that I carry myself and present in the home, which is so different than when I'm out in the world, so different. And it's very easy to slide into a state of full comfort when you're not thinking about the fact that you're married, the fact that you want to be married, the fact that you have a daughter who's watching you, the fact that you have a son who's watching you, the fact that you are in a position where you want these things and you have not developed the consistency in what you want. So maybe you don't have a husband, a daughter, or a son. You're living by yourself, but you're still looking raggedy every day. You're not going to just naturally change when you do get that husband, when you do get that man that you've been praying for. You're not going to just change. It doesn't work like that. Think about anything else you've ever had to try to change. It doesn't just work like that. (laughs) You have to practice doing something until it becomes first nature. And so you have to start practicing it, being single, being by yourself, living at home with your parents. They're looking at you like, girl, why do you always look like this? This is who I am. That's your answer. This is who I am. And you say that enough, they'll stop asking you. And they'll start saying, I guess that's just who you are. Well, yes, it is. I'm glad you've noticed. And let that be that. But we're going to talk just about your appearance and, you know, making sure that you're taking care of yourself, making sure you're taking care of your body internally and on the outside. really excited about all of this. 
um, we are going to also be reading a new book. I hope that you enjoy The Purpose and Power of Women because that book was fantastic and I hope it blessed you so much this year because I did a poll and I asked you ladies what kind of book you wanted to you know focus on like what aspect of your womanhood you really want to press in I got the most votes for femininity so that seems to be what you really want to press in on so we're going to be reading a very classic book about femininity and it is called fascinating womanhood I am sure you have heard of this book in many different circles but um, this is actually one of the books that really challenged me convicted me of a lot of things because there are certain parts of myself that I really did struggle with and when I read the book I remember just like crying and the Holy Spirit just having to come to me and say Michelle it's okay let's work on this together because when you read things like this it really makes you focus on the things that you really just want to ignore about yourself because it hurts sometimes you really do know that there's areas that you wish you could be better in and when it gets highlighted to you as an issue it hurts but it's okay if something hurts it doesn't mean that it's not good for you it just means it hurts it has to hurt in order to you know um do whatever it needs to do like a shot yeah, you may not want to feel that pain of the shop. The medicine that's in it is something that you're going to need. So that's what we're going to be reading. Fascinating Womanhood. And we're going to begin that book in January. So if you want to pick it up, you can go ahead and pick it up. There are multiple um, versions of this book. For those of you who are not familiar with it, I'm going to actually look it up. Okay, I'm going to read this off of Amazon. It's called Fascinating Womanhood and it's by Helen Adeline. And this is actually what it says. Fascinating womanhood, how the ideal woman awakens a man's deepest love and tenderness. The updated edition of the classic bestseller that shows you how to strengthen your marriage and enrich your life. So this book um, talks about, you know, different things with you as a woman in your femininity and in your marriage. So I feel like it's a good balance of both. What I like about it is it does really go into depth about femininity, but it ties it to your marriage. And if you actually do the things that are recommended in this book, you will see a major shift in your life. A lot of this stuff will not be new information because I've talked about all this kind of stuff in my content, but this book um, gives it to you in a, in, a, in a very straightforward way. So you may end up having different editions and that's fine. Um, it's okay. We're going to go ahead and just do like the one that I have because I have um, one of the, I think I have like the original and it has been shifted. Her daughter actually also did a different edition. Her name is Dixie. And I think that like there's been some changes in the one that she did. I'm reading out of the one that the original woman did. So I'm excited about it. You can pick the book up and follow along with me. You can just listen to the podcast and take it in. And I just want to say again, thank you so much for all of your support this year. I am excited about this feminine reset that we're going to have in 2024. May the Lord bless you and protect you and guide you in all that you do. I pray for healing over your body, over your mind, over your spirit and your soul. I pray that the Lord just mends every single broken heart and allows you to know that no matter what you have lost this year, that God is a restorer. 
that God is one who builds you up, that there's nothing too hard for the Lord, that he is God and that he loves you so much. He wants to heal every broken part of you. He wants to revive, renew, rejuvenate, replenish everything that the enemy has stolen from you and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So ensure that in 2024, you are praying more. You are flowing with God. You are partnering with God. You're not coming to him just because you feel like you have to, but you're in conversation all day and all night, all the time, reaching up to heaven and getting what God needs for you to bring down to earth for yourself and for other people. I love you so much and I'm excited for this new year. Please also pray for me because I actually do need your prayers. The work that I do really does involve a lot of spiritual warfare. I deal with a lot of attacks from the devil because of the fact that I bring God's light and God's word to you ladies. It is no joke. My life really is a full sacrifice to God because of what I have to endure on the on the side that you would probably never know. Things you would never expect happen to me. I have to go through. It may seem all pretty on the outside, but it is not always so pretty. So I do appreciate when you pray for me, when you, you know, just seek God for me and ask the Lord to protect me and to help me and to help me to give you what you need because the Lord uses people and I would love to be used by God to help you in every way possible. So that's that. Make sure to follow me on YouTube at Dr. Michelle Daff. And if you really enjoyed the book that I'm doing about the disciplines of a godly woman, then follow that channel, Mornings with Michelle, because I am going to be continuing that book there. But here on my podcast, I'm not going to be continuing that book unless you ladies really, 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 really want those episodes. If I get a lot of people asking for that, then I suppose, sure. I can, I can put them on the podcast, um, but they really are meant for that channel. Um, but if, if you really, really want it on the podcast, then reach out to me and let me know. Otherwise, that's where you can find the remainder of that book. And there are actually a few chapters on character in that book. So there's going to be some overlap, but I love you so much. Follow me on YouTube and follow me on Instagram at the Dr. Daff Show and at Dr. Michelle Daff. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Let his countenance just flow throughout your life and give you peace. Until next time, my loves, remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.